Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your microphone and tell him who you am, my friend. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Old Dirty Savage, aka The Traveling Man. The Traveling Man is back in the building, baby. Isn't that a song? The Traveling. Cause I'm a traveling man. Cause I'm a traveling man. Yeah, that's it. We're coming to your town. You know we gonna throw down. Cause I'm a traveling man. That throw down part may not be accurate. Pretty sure that we're coming to your town part is accurate, but the throwdown may be a DJ Billy A remix. Not 100% sure, but I'm wanting to say the traveling man is something like uh, like some old southern rock, some 70s shit. Like, but I can't, couldn't tell you who sings it at the moment. But uh, yeah, man, the traveling man is in the building. Savage, aka the traveling man. I like it. Are these all traveling man songs that you're yes. pulling up? I don't know. Maybe I made that song Bob up. Seeger. If I just wrote that just now, because I'm a traveling man, I don't know. Maybe I'm taking the lyrics traveling man and putting it to a different song. We're coming to your town. You know we gotta throw down because I'm know, a... I don't know what it is, but it just sounded right. You know what, dude? I think I'm taking the lyric traveling man and putting it into a completely different song. But yeah, I... I disregard that last statement there may not be that's not the song traveling man hey to our 209 till infinity loyal pod squad listeners if you know what the fuck song i just sang because clearly it's not i'm clearly taking the lyric traveling man and putting it to the tune of another song but i know that there is a song that says we're coming to your town and i think it's we're gonna throw down because i'm is it rambling man maybe uh i don't know could be rambling man there is a song rambling man i don't know but anyway we're back and it's good to be back it's saturday it's a beautiful day i am here in series california we made the trip savage you are healthy we are in the building is oh is it we're putting on rambling man now no that's not it (laughs) that is rambling man that is rambling man for sure but that's not we're gonna throw down and come to your town I, I gotta figure out where those lyrics come from now. That's gonna bug the shit out of me. Like, I'll be thinking about that this whole time we record. We're coming to your town. We're gonna throw down, cause I'm a. There you go. Okay. Yes, I have. I'm a rambling man. Waylon yes, Jr. Waylon. None of them are this 80s, uh, upbeat, late 70s yeah, song yeah. you're talking about. I, I, to be, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you now what that song is. But that's gonna Anywho. Be. So uh, please, listeners, if you know what song I was singing, the correct title, hook us up. Let us know. 
someone's gonna be like, all right, so you're using the lyrics from this, but you were using the beat from this. Yeah, no, it's the tune, it's the lyric, it's the wrong lyric to a, a tune. It's not traveling, man. Maybe it is. Lord, I was born a rambling man. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Sound like Credence. Yeah, something. I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Thank you. Yeah. It's prob this probably isn't the best time for it. <laughs> hey, let's stop everything yeah, so it, we can figure it yeah, out. Yeah, it's all right yeah. now. That is the classic example of a 209 tangent. Like, literally, with the show went off the rails before it even started. You were like, hey, what's up? It's Savage O'Malley, the traveling man. And that's all it took. We were over from that point. It was done. Like, literally, it was over from that moment on. So, anyway, we're here. It's good to be back. What's up, my friend? This is uh, what you and I like to call the birthday month, right? Right. You and I both have birthdays in October. My sister has a birthday in October. I have two co-workers who have birthdays in October. October is an incredible time to be alive, my friend. And it feels oh really good. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. I'm at the beginning of October. I'm a Libra. You come at the end of October. So what is, what's the sign for you? These, uh, you're not oh, Libra. I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. Bro. So it, it's, it's funny. I, I don't get how star signs work. So I'm at, October is Libra, but it's also Scorpio. It depends where you're at and what. But anywho, man. Yeah. It's good to be here. October is always a great month because for one thing, it's birthday. So you get people taking you to, I've been taken to lunch twice already, you know, and uh, I just had my free burger from Red Robin. Nice. So yeah, I've been taken to lunch twice. Um, I've been, uh, you know, had had cake brought to the office. My wife cooked me dinner, also took me out to dinner. Uh, yeah, so basically since I saw you last, I've just been stuffing my face. Making my ass get fatter. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. been on like Donkey Kong. And I, 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 I'd i like to say that I regret it, but I don't. It was good, delicious, tasted amazing. Start the diet tomorrow. That's mm -hmm. what I, I've been saying that since uh, October 1. And uh, <laughs> we are now, what's the date today? October 21st when we're recording this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from October 1 to October 21st, each day I wake up and say, today's the day I start my diet. So I don't believe in all this, you know, signs and all the kind of stuff like, I, you know, especially to the point where like, you know, there's there's people that like listen to rocks and Metro Mercury and retro. There's people that really believe in it. Yeah. But let me tell you this. <clears throat> Passionate, independent, unafraid to blaze their own trail, no matter what others think. Yeah. Scorpio signs make a statement wherever they go. Uh huh. They love debates, aren't afraid of controversy and won't back down from a de debate. Okay. They also hate people who aren't genuine and uh -huh. all about being authentic. Okay. Even if authentic isn't pretty. Yeah. Does that sound, yeah. Does that sound like me? Sounds accurate. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give you that. I The thing I hate about Libra is that people, for some reason, my sign gets fucked with a lot. Like, I, and I think we've talked about this on podcasts before. They'll be like, Scorpio is this. You know, uh, Capricorn is this. And then they get to Libra and just go like, you are the biggest pussy in the world like literally like i've read that like i don't know what it is about libra but it seems to get the most shit heaped onto it and i can't tell you the last time i've actually read a legit like description of what they feel a libra really is but you know when you're looking at memes and when you're on social media for some reason libra gets kicked in the balls all the time <laughs> like they kick they push libra down and then kick it while it's in the dirt you know and I, i'm not sure well why. let me let's let's let the listeners decide okay same site okay let's same website gotcha the libra uh-huh intelligent mm. kind Okay. Always willing to put others before themselves. Okay. Libras value harmony in all forms. Hmm. Interesting. Libra adores a life that looks good as the master of compromise and diplomacy. Hmm. Libra is adept at seeing all points of view and hmm. excels at crafting compromises and affecting mediation between others. Hmm. This sign has a rich inner life yet loves other people. And they're always happiest with a large group of friends, family, and co-workers on whom they can count. Yeah? Some of that's accurate. I don't yeah. know how intelligent. I've never considered myself crazy intelligent, but uh, uh, the mediation thing hits home for sure. I will say that uh, being in bands for years and years and years, and we've talked about on the show how being in a band is like being in a marriage, but instead mm -hmm. of two people, it's five. I always found myself being that guy in the middle. Like, can you believe this motherfucker did this? And then that guy would come over. Can you believe that motherfucker did that? And I'm going like, uh, I'm just trying to hold it all together and keep the peace and keep everyone happy. I was that guy. So, uh, yeah, the mediation thing. I think I've got a pretty 
cool head and I, and I can tend to try to calm the fires when they get, you know, when you got kids that comes in handy too. So I'd, I'd say there's some accuracies there for sure, you know, but you know, if you throw enough spaghetti at the wall, some of it's going to stick eventually, that's, right? You, that's that's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So Libra, kind, gentle, smart, intelligent, likes to mediate, likes things organized. Well, yeah, there were, they, you know, two of those out of 12. You nailed it. Got it. That's me, you know, in a nutshell. Right, yeah, right. Close enough, you know. So, yeah, I never knew if I, I bought into that shit 100%, but... Uh, you know, I believe you are who you are because of who raised you and then also your outside influences. So clearly your mother and your father brought you up and that's who you spent a good majority of your time with. And then you get older and then you start getting jobs and going to school and dating and those people and like your friends influence you and your favorite actor influences you and the music you listen to influences you. And I, I truly believe that we're all just a melting pot of all those different influences, parents being the main one, but then obviously grandparents, aunts, uncles, family. Mm -hmm. And then the outside influences that come in, people you admire, people you look up to, people that you care for start to glom off on you. And I truly believe that you become an amalgamation of all the things, of all the people that you love and care about. And you take bits and pieces. We, as people, take bits and pieces like, man, I really like what he's doing. And you take that. And I really like what my dad did there. And I, man, I really love when my mom did this. And we take bits and pieces and we create the person who we want to be. And that's kind of the way I look at it. I don't think the date you were born really, really has much to do with it as much as it is who you were raised by. And that's why I think people, when people turn out to be successful that have shitty parents and came up in the worst scenario, like mom was a drug addict, dad ran out when they were little, they grew up on the streets and were surrounded by gang violence and dope dealing and prostitutes and crime. And then they come up. And they're an amazing person and they get a great job and they make millions of dollars or whatever, you know, the, the rags to riches story. Those people are phenomenal because despite of all those outside influences, they were able to look beyond it and move on and go, I know, no, that's not what I want. We're not doing this. Right. Those kind of, that's why those kind of stories and those kind of people, people blow other people away. Cause it's like, despite all the odds, despite all the shit being stacked against you, you still were able to come out on top, you know, like, yeah, if you got great parents and great family and great friends and you're successful, good for you. You did it. But you had a leg up, right? You had some help there. Like you had a great start. You had a good foundation. Or maybe they were just Geminis. Okay. Because what, 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 what are we saying about Geminis? I don't know. I'm uh, just saying. Like that. Right. Well, it depends who you talk to, right? Yeah. I, it, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But I've never put a lot of stock in it, but it's fun to play around with and read and check. Welcome out. to 209 on Astrology. For show, so I'd like to talk if we're talking about yeah. astrology and yeah. uh, and and maybe star signs and fate and luck. I'm feeling like a bit of a jinx, okay? Because I in the last four or five episodes, I talked about a couple of the people and uh, awful things happened to them. Uh oh! So, so I'm feeling pretty terrible. Uh, so one episode I talked about Bone Thugs and Harmony and how I said I loved Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I had to be honest that I did not understand most of what they said. And I said, you know, how I talked about how I was very down on mumble rap, right? Right. And how I said, man, I think it's bullshit that you can't understand these rappers and, you know, they need to speak clearly and enunciate. Well, and then, but then there's Bone Thugs who I love. And we talked about the famous joke, you know, I'm, I'm gonna eat mom's egg salad and the hippopotamus and the, you know, whatever. We can't understand a good majority of what they're saying, but we still love them. I talked about that and we recorded and released those episodes. And I think it was maybe two weeks later that Crazy Bone announced that he had checked himself into the hospital because he was coughing up blood. And he went into the hospital and he had a tear if I'm not mistaken, if I'm remembering correctly, it was a tear in his lung. And he was fighting for his life. He almost died. He posted, you know, everybody was doing prayers up, prayers up, prayers for Crazy Bone. We love Crazy Bone. Send in love to Crazy Bone. And he finally did a post where he sent a picture of himself and he thanked everyone for the prayers and basically said, I had been fighting for my life. Like, I almost didn't make it. And he looked like someone. When he posted the photo from the hospital with all the tubes and all the... You know, he's still in his hospital gown in the bed. He looked like somebody that had been knocking on death's doorstep, like that he was one step away from almost not being there. So I talked about him 
Well, I talked about Bone Thugs in general. Yeah. And we almost lost Crazy Bone, who who is arguably like one of the most talented rappers in the group. He's one that's like considered to be like the guy. In arguably group. the best Bone. Yeah, he is one of them. Or you like either you like him or it's, is it Wishbone or no? I think it's Busy, the one with the real high pitched voice. The, the, yeah. And I'm gonna miss everybody. I think he's the one that says that. The one with the higher pitched voice. I think it's Busy Bone. But anyway. Uh, so I felt terrible because I brought him up. Now, the other person that I talked about, there was an episode where I talked about how I went back and I watched the, I rewatched the eight mile battles. Like I talked about how once a year I just pull up a scene from a movie and I have to watch it. And, uh, I watched, I rewatched the eight mile battle. And I said, I have to say in hindsight that I think Lotto, the rapper Lotto in the eight mile battles may have taken it and beaten Eminem. Uh huh. We posted that episode, and I don't think it was more than maybe a week later. It might have been a week. It may have even been less. They announced that that rapper, I pulled his name up because I, I felt terrible. I wanted to be sure that I got his name right. Nashawn Breedlove, 46, died in his sleep in his home in New Jersey. 46 years old, died in his sleep. Cause is unknown. Um, they have not announced what caused him to die. But uh, 46 years old, died in his sleep in his home in New Jersey. Best known, his best known role is for Lotto, the, right, right. the rapper. And I, it's f- crazy to me to talk about somebody like that. I mean, that's somebody that's so off the radar. It wouldn't be weird for us to talk about, like, let's say we were talking about like Robin Williams or, you know, right. somebody, somebody massive. Like if you and I were to talk about The Rock and then The Rock passed away, it wouldn't be that weird for us to be talking about The Rock, right? you know, or Eddie Murphy or, you know, whoever, whoever massive star. We were talking about one character who had a very small role in a movie. Yeah. Because of his verse in right. a you know a, his rap verse, yeah. and you brought it up, and and it was a fun little. I think Lotto won. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And, and then, I even posted later hashtag Lotto won, and I reshared the video, and I put I got I got to admit I think Lotto was robbed. I think he took this battle. There's something I've always been a sucker for the gravelly, raspy, the DMX, Onyx, MOP like that, and he's got that ah ah I spit a racial slur, honky sue me. Cause I'm a black man, but I don't die in this horror movie. You know, and he's, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't know. He says something about somebody. I hate to be the one you have to commit suicide to. And he's just got that '90s raw, rugged East Coast energy that I love. Right. And going back and watching, and you know, when Eminem comes back on him, Eminem makes fun of the ha ha. You know, hippity hoopla. I didn't understand a word you said, but look, Snoop Dogg needs a boob job or whatever. You know. Eminem's more silly, but I feel like really in all honesty that if I had to go back, if I was scoring that battle, I'd give it to Lotto. But just crazy that that dude passed away, man. Like right after we talked about him. So I'm going to be very careful who I talk about. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Just for the record, don't talk about me, please. No, no. Yeah, absolutely not, man. Yeah. So I just thought that was insane because, you know. I don't remember the last time you and I brought up Bone Thugs. Like we got, we've been on a music tangent and talking about a lot more music. And, you know, I didn't really, you know, I said I love Bone Thugs, but I didn't shed the best light on Bone Thugs and Mm -hmm. Harmony. Like, you know, we were kind of poking fun at their style and the way they're hard to understand. And then to find out, you know, whenever somebody coughs up blood, that's like never. Like whenever you watch a movie, it's not a good thing. You know the sign in the in the movie when the guy's like, <laughs> and he's coughing into like his hanky, and he looks and there's blood, and he like tries to cover it up, and there's always somebody that goes, uh, "Hey man, you probably should go to a hospital." You know, maybe that's not usually a good sign. And they're always like, "No, no, no, I'm fine. Forget, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay." Right. You know, it is never like literally that means you're dying. Like if you're coughing up blood, you're dying. Like I, I don't think there's any other way around that. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, Crazy Bone, so glad you're doing better. Rest in peace. Get back out. I know Bone Thugs and Harmony literally has a show at Ace of Spades in November, and they have not canceled it yet. So I don't know if Crazy is still planning to. I know that Bone has toured with not all the members before. They've done it with like three. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be insane to tour without Crazy Bone. I don't know if they pull that off. So, yes, in November, they have an Ace of Spades show scheduled. And I was going through the Ace of Spades website just to see who was coming to town. And I'm like, oh, shit, they, they have not canceled that yet. So I don't know if he's going to try to rehab and get back out on the road. 
you know, but hey, don't push it. It's not worth it. You know, definitely. Uh, I dropped my phone. Definitely. Um, I was like, did the studio just fall apart? I get that the show must go on, but not at the not at the uh, expense of your own health, Matt. So, so yeah, you know, more welcome back. So glad to hear you're healthy. Uh, take some time, get better. Uh, you know, we love you. And uh, Nashawn Breedlove, rest in peace, man. Yeah, man, that's rough. Yeah, that's 46 years old, way too young. As a man who just turned 49, 46 to die in your sleep is insane. So, uh, yeah, rest that's in us. peace. Lotto won. Lotto took it. I, I'm saying it. Right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-up on that, especially now. Lotto won that battle. Sorry, yeah. Slim, I love you. know. I don't know if Eminem's going to recover from that. Cry yourself to sleep on those million-dollar bills, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Call Dr. Dre. He'll make you feel better. But anyway, man, so yeah, I thought that was insane. I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because I was like, God damn, I'm a curse. Did I curse? The, am I, have I cursed these people? Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, So yeah, man, just something I wanted to get off my chest. What's up, man? How you doing? Mm. How's the traveling man doing? Listen, man, um, you know... So, if you listen to the show, you know that I travel for work. I hit the, uh, I hit the, the Tampa's, the Alabama's, the Portland's, the Seattle's. Those yes. are the places I've been to. Currently, yes. I just have Tampa and um, Portland, which is nice. My Alabama kid moved back to California, so I don't have to worry about that. It makes uh, okay next week. I'm actually doing the first just Tampa trip. Okay. Which is cool because it's just one trip. I don't have to bounce around and go see multiple kids. But it's also shitty in the sense that it's still two days. Right. Because it's on the East Coast. So the first day is literally a travel day. Right. So it sucks because, you know, I'm using two months or two days out of my month for one kid. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And that, you know, that stuff catches up to you. So uh, as far as like productivity and getting things done. Right. Anyway, the other thing that I I was telling a a coworker of mine is because everyone says, oh, you know, we've talked about this. Oh, travel. You must. That's so lucky. You get to travel for it. And travel is a a different beast. You got to deal with airports and people and delays and rental car people and all these different things that come with travel. And there's positives and negatives. One thing that came up was uh, last weekend, uh, we talked about this was coming up for a while now. Uh, I was going to Cleveland right, right, to right. hang out with uh, the Mad Cyclone. Yes. And, this was the big uh, trip. Yeah. And uh, we, he literally texted me, I believe, while we were recording, like back in April. Hey, man, just bought four tickets to the Niner Browns game. One of them's yours if you can get out here for your birthday, if you can get out here. Right. Literally, he texted me while we were recording back in April or May. Right. And uh, so, yeah, made it happen. Went out there. Got nice. to hang out. Uh, my uncle was out there with his dad, uh, his wife, two of his kids. One of his kids uh, is uh, studying abroad right now. Okay. And that's not code word for, uh, you know, other <laughs> Trying stuff. to pick up chicks. Yeah, trying yeah. to pick up chicks. <laughs> he's, hey, he's studying abroad. I mean, all right? it's a chick, too. So, hey, yeah, so she's know, studying abroad. Hey, so. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, she's studying abroad for a semester, which is awesome. I think, you know, um, I believe her her uh, major is some international finance or international right something. So that's really cool for her. Okay, uh, awesome. It was uh, so anyway. Went out there, never been to Ohio, um, right? You know, and uh, it it's it's they live about. Four 30 minutes maybe outside of Cleveland. So they're out, out on the outskirts and in a suburban area. Mm-hmm. Really nice, really pretty, everything over there. And and I, we were talking about it uh, at work, trying to figure out, is Ohio the East Coast or is it still the Midwest? Or is it like like right, the, like, like right on the corner of the Midwest before <laughs> it turns into the East Coast? Right. Northeast, the Northeast, I'm sure that the cyclone will tell us what it is right yeah yeah uh, but the um it was a good time i loved the weather i saw the sun for approximately 37 seconds in three days so it's overcast it was overcast yeah. it was rainy during the football game 
Okay. Um, is that common over there? Like I think it's just time that of time year? of year, yeah. Because yeah. originally we had talked about maybe trying to go golfing on one of the days. Okay. And then we saw the forecast and I was like, I'm keeping the clubs home. Right. And then, right. Uh, so, you know, and it was gray and it wasn't cold. It was like um, 50, like 60s, maybe okay. high 50s. So yeah, maybe a little cold. muggy, but not, yeah. uh, not, no. not cold. No, not, not muggy. No, it was, it was just, it was chilly, but it wasn't cold. Okay. Gotcha. Brisk. Brisk. Okay. Definitely brisk. Yeah. Comfortable. Uh, yeah. So a couple things I accomplished on this trip that have never happened before. Right. Uh, so went to Cleveland. Yes. Uh, Obviously, never been to Ohio, so that was nice. The home of Drew Carey. Yeah. Or um, at least the, his character from the Drew Carey show. Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, the, um, you know anything about this? Do I know anything? There's a red moon oh, yes. Yes, I do. I just watched On this movie. On the Cuyahoga <laughs> River. <laughs> Did. I just watched Rolling into Cleveland to the lake. In honor of your trip, I pulled out Major League and had to watch it. And I visited the Cuyahoga River National Park. Nice. Okay. And I can tell you this. I learned something. And here's one of those things. I'm going to assume that this person is being honest with me. Okay. I didn't even fact check it. Okay. So I'm going to just keep spreading it. So okay. If it's, if it, uh, we went to the game with um, Mad Cyclone, his dad, me, his wife, Jill, uh-huh. and two of their friends. Okay. And her friend was talking to me like, oh, you ever been to Ohio before? You know, just chatting it up. When sure. Meeting somebody you never met before. And uh, we were walking towards the game, and she's like, I was like, is that Lake Erie? And they're like, yeah, because the... the Brown Stadium is literally right on uh, on the um, the lake. Right. So overcast, gray on the lake. You know, mm-hmm. like that's uh, chilly. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, you know what's on the on the uh, when you're when you're on the lake anywhere. Like when you're on the Bay Area, when you go to the Giants game. Like yeah. if it's cold and windy, you're right there on the water. Hundred percent. You're gonna catch some chill. Yeah. So it's right there on Lake Erie, and and she was talking about how the water, and I, and then I said something about Cuyahoga, and, and I was telling her about the Cuyahoga River, and she was like, "Actually, did you know that uh, Cuyahoga, uh, one of the local Indian tribes that's in the area, Cuyahoga is Indian for crooked." Really? And so it basically means Crooked River. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I I didn't know that. That's really cool to find out. And uh, the, um, so then we go to the game, then uh, we go to another place. And then the day we go to the national park, it's in, it's a huge national park around the Cuyahoga River kind of. Yeah. So we're like kind of on the river, right? Well, we're on this road going the back roads to get back to the airport. And I'm using air quotes right now on the Cuyahoga River. And you see why. Like, we're driving and the river's right there. And then literally, this shit took like a dog leg right. Okay. Like, just on it. Looked like an L. Okay. Like, the river river just turned. Okay. And then, like, a half mile down again, the river's right by us. Oh, really? So, like, it is a crooked-ass river. So Okay. So, it doesn't just curve and bend. It, it, it really, yeah, it's like, it makes an ab- abrupt right. Yeah, right. A hard right and a hard right. left. Right. right, it's turning. Interesting. So yeah, that, I had no idea. Like I, I've never been. Um, but uh, so you kind of wonder. Like being from California, you always hear how we're so spoiled with the weather. Right, like, and we just start to take it for granted. And then I go somewhere like Florida, where it's like eighty degrees and sticky. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, there's a torrential downpour. Like, it's still 80 degrees and sticky, but it's just dumping on you. Right. And so I'm like, well, this sucks. You know, this doesn't happen. This isn't supposed to happen. Well, yeah, it does. Outside of California, things like that happen. So I always, that's kind of always, and, you know, people will say that's like the old man thing to say. Like, how was the weather? But I always wonder what it's like in other places because we are just spoiled rotten out here. Like, look, at dude, what is it? 70-something, 80-something today, sunshine, blue skies. And it's October. You know what I'm saying? We're, right. we're end of October. 
we're rolling towards November and we're still having 90 degree days with blue skies and well, sunshine. And we talked about this last year because last year we actually had winter. Yes. Yeah. Prior the to first time in 15 years. Pr- yeah. Prior to that, <laughs> yeah. California really stopped having weather. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. We didn't have seasons. It was just like literally went from, okay, it's cold. Now it's hot. That's pretty much how we did it. Like no rain, no fall, no spring, just cold and hot. That's it, man. Like your faucet. Like that's California. That's it. Yeah. And then they'd be like storm watch, rain storm coming in. And then it would rain for like eight yeah. seconds. Yeah. Sprinkle for about five seconds. You know, and they had everybody scrambling, running out, buying fucking duct tape and flashlights and bed. <laughs> batteries and, and batting down the hatches for you know Stormwatch 2021 and it was like was that it yeah like channel three will literally do that yeah and you'd go to walmart and the shit like man i just wanted to grab a bottle of water there's like nothing can i get a d battery up in this motherfucker nope where's the toilet paper like everybody would like make the mad rush we're going to be trapped in our house for two days like i'm pretty sure you're gonna be all right you probably got enough rations to make it through. I don't know what you think's going to happen, but, and yeah, they would always get us hyped up. And then it was always, then what would happen is it was one they didn't make a big deal about. Like, oh yeah, we got a storm, uh, some rain coming in tonight. That's the one where it would like snow in Jackson. <laughs> you know, we get a foot. I'm, I, I, my kids are building a snowman in the front yard in Jackson, which like never happens. Schools are shut down. Buses can't come through. Power's going out. And then, and everybody's like, well, we weren't ready. Like, right. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's California, baby. So that's, I got, I got, I got a little weather for yeah. three days, which was, which was, uh, so you're always- talking about overcast and in the sixties. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. That's, no, no, no. That's, it was, and, yeah. and it what, and it only rained during the football game. Okay, and so it wasn't. So that's what happened. The Niners would have won had it not rained, right? No, the Niners lost because I went to Cleveland. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh shit, you jinxed them. What's what's our problem? We're jinxing it. The two of my just, boys me, are jinxed. Let me just tell you this. Yeah. I go to the game. Yeah. Right? Niners lose. Within seconds, my buddy Eddie texts me. Uh huh. Bittner's law. Is that what he said? Hundred percent. He put it on you, huh? Oh, it's it. That's it. It's a thing, man. Yeah, it, it's it's uncanny the the ridiculousness of things that happen sometimes. Okay. When it comes to me catching a break, sometimes in, okay. in certain areas. Guy, I, like, I had read. Now again, I'm not the football guy. I'm not even the big sports guy of the show. That's you. I had read they had a couple of pretty uh, big players out due to injury. And that they probably would have won the game if it wasn't to that. Is there truth to that? I thought I read that or heard that somewhere. So uh, let me just so let me just say this, and I'm a Niner fan, obviously. Yes, correct. That's why I was asking you. Niner <laughs> cutoff shirt. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Um, so the Niners played. So Cleveland was on their backup quarterback. Okay. But they have a top five defense. They have a really good defense. They do. Yeah. You're on the road. Correct. It's not the best weather. Nope. Um, two of your main playmakers, Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, go out. Okay, those two guys were out. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, what they I think started I the game, but they didn't. They didn't even make it out of the first quarter. Oh, damn. Okay, maybe McCaffrey played into the second quarter, but anyway, he wasn't yeah. really playing because yeah. he had hurt himself. He came back for a, a. He wasn't right. Right. So, um, on top of that, another starting linebacker was out. Right. Dre Greenlaw. So there was certainly that. Cleveland also had players out. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's the NFL, right? It's football. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'll say this. The Niners Mm. had multiple guys out. Yeah. So did Cleveland. It's totally, like, it's part of the game. Brock Purdy had probably one of the worst games I've seen him have. Struggled with the ball. Didn't throw the ball well. The offense wasn't running that well either. Right, right. And I don't put that on Brock Purdy, like, they were the way that they ran the offense was we were looking around like what are they doing like this is not how the Niners is totally opposite of how the Niners just played against the Cowboys right 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 like, like yeah. the plays they were calling like it was like really odd right um and so all that happened right mm. the Niners had two really terrible calls called against them like awful like okay it was a terrible call 
Yeah. It was the kind where, like, you know, on like the broadcast, they'll bring like the rules guy in. Yeah. And he'll be like, "Hey, man, what'd you think?" And they're like, "Yeah, that was a terrible call. That, okay. That's not a foul. Yeah, that bad. So, okay. which extended the Browns' drive, which they ended up going down and taking the lead on a field goal with like a minute forty left. So a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And I don't ever like to say things on the refs, or whatever. But, and then they had a a, a minute forty, two timeouts. Okay. They still. Brock Purdy had a good drive, got the Niners all the way down into field goal range to kick mm. a 40 yarder to win the game. Mm-hmm. And the kicker missed the field goal mm. last second. So everything yeah. that kind of could go wrong. I mean, you think about bad weather, tough defense, playmakers out. Yeah. Still should have won the game. Right. right so right, right, yeah. in the NFL, that's as good as losses you, I think you can have. Right. And, you know, every because I'm here in Northern California, every post I see is very Niners slanted. Right. So I heard I heard about the injuries. I didn't hear about the bad call, but again, I'm not tracking it that heavy. I'm but I I heard saw and heard many many videos and posts about hey, we would have taken it if our guys were healthy and had been in for the full game. But I didn't hear anything about Cleveland's injuries because I'm not in Cleveland. I'm sure in Cleveland they were talking about, hey, we did this with injuries. Like, look what we did here, guys. Like, come on, look at us. I'm sure they're they're wanting just as much attention for the accomplishment they got with their injuries against the Niners. So yeah, I hadn't heard it, heard the whole story. That's why I wanted to talk to you. Well, if you want, dude, because I never track football and I don't pay attention, I was paying attention to the score of that game because I knew you were there and I was rooting for you to have an amazing experience on the road, being that you're going to another state in the possible midwest we're not sure right uh the <laughs> north midwest east coast area whatever cleveland's considered we'll find we'll get back to you on that uh i was really pushing for you to get a win because i know how incredible that would have been because uh, i know how amazing it was for me to just go see the a's in anaheim and watch them take that game like uh, i was on cloud nine leaving that anaheim stadium man just feeling so good on the way back to the hotel so i was tracking and watching the score and when i saw the final score what was it 17 19 19 to 17 and it should have been like, 27 20 to 19. it was like a gut punch for me like like oh because i was pushing for you you know right. what i'm saying i wanted it for you so i remember hitting you up dude that's tough man i am so sorry like so i could have jinxed it it could be me no so if you want to put it on no, it's 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 uh <laughs> See, Bittner's Law is a long-standing thing that was passed down from my father. Oh, no. Okay. Where you just... So, you a know. family curse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, then it wasn't me. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I tried. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's not your fault, and that's okay. And I'll tell you this. Like, so, the, the I'll, I'll say this. They, people will be like, how was the game? How was, you know, how was the atmosphere? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You're, you're in enemy territory. Right. Right? And so, I would And t- you were in, you were jerseyed up. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys, both you guys. And I saw the photo. You, you did a selfie. And you're surrounded by Browns fans. Yeah, like you look like you're like definitely not on the on red, the home te- on the away team side. Red and sea in a sea of orange and white. Absolutely, hundred percent. And so I will tell you this: like I will say this, the stadium was probably about half full of Niner fans. Okay, so it was. Just we, a we, lot. we were not. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you think about the certain towns or cities and areas, right? Mm. I'm sure you've heard that uh, the Browns have some rough fans. Yeah, I heard it. Philly, rough fans. Yeah. Right? Detroit, rough fans. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, yeah. rough fans. Raiders. Right. Yeah. You, it's not so much Raiders in this sense, but like you think about those places, all of those blue collar, hardworking towns, right? Yeah, yeah. For the most part, have had shitty teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so they take that shit personal. Yes. They're like scorned. They are, you know, of course this shit happened. You know, that kind of fan, right? Yeah. And um, the, um, we had three of Cleveland finest right in front of us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They were um, angry. Uh, Three of Cleveland's finest, meaning fans. Yeah, like because I'm thinking of like, were they police officers? Like, no, okay, no. three of Cleveland's finest were right up front. They were Scott. At, were you getting arrested? They like, were, what was they were assholes. Okay, got you. Got uh, you. They got were, you. And, and so behind us was this guy 
who was wearing black and yellow. Okay. Um, turned out to be a Steeler fan who mm. lives in Cleveland, but has season tickets because he likes to go to the games. He just loves football. Okay. Fantastic guy. Yeah, Super yeah. nice. We had great conversation the entire game. Uh, he was with his wife or a lady friend. Gotcha. Uh, he was super cool. And he, he would tell us like, He's like, man, these are good seats, but you didn't you didn't do yourself any favors having to sit behind those guys. Right. And then okay. like he was like, just heads up, they get worse as the as the game goes on. Okay. Whether they're winning or losing, it's gonna get worse. Oh wow. We're like, cool, okay. man. Yeah. They didn't really say anything to us. But like there was some uh African American 49er fans that were next to them. Okay. And yeah. uh they were um having a good time. Yeah. And they were really good. Like they were good fans. They weren't like saying stuff to anything. Yeah. But like they would say things to them now they're gonna pop back a little sure. bit. Sure. And then there was a point where things got escalated and we we're like, do watch the game. You know, like things almost got hot, like security started looking, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was totally because these three Browns fans in front of us were basically assholes. Gotcha. And two of the three were assholes. Yeah. And they were just belligerent and they were uh just like Unbelievable. So like the um that totally terrible call uh-huh. that went against the 49ers. Yeah. The cat they got hit call for a personal foul. Okay. It was not a personal foul. Gotcha. The guy hit him with his shoulder right uh-huh. when the ball got there. And it, it was a good hit. Sure. It looked bad, but it sure. was a good hit. Uh-huh. And they gave a personal foul, 15 yards and a first down. Right, and they were like, "Yeah," and they were going crazy, like because they got a call. Right, they're like, "We've been getting screwed all day." And everyone's like, "What?" Right, like just everything, you know, like yeah. finally vindication, vindication. So then they go down and they score and they take the field goal, or they kick a field goal and they take the lead. So then, um, actually, they score a touchdown and take the lead. Anyway, the um, when the Niners are coming back on that drive with the minute forty left, right? Yeah. Brock Purdy throws a ball to Jawan Jennings. The Cleveland Brown cornerback literally like gets burnt, starts to slip, grabs Jawan Jennings is like. Uh, pads uh-huh. and turns him while he's trying to catch. Oh shit! Clearly a pass. Yeah, 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 Clearly, yeah. right? Like nope. Like and he's yeah. like whoop, right? And they're <laughs> yeah. like flag, right? Yeah. And they put it up on the, on the, uh, on the little on the scoreboard, right? And uh, the majority of the people go, oh, yeah, that was a foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These belligerent assholes go. Oh, ticky tack, man. Come on. <laughs> just to give you an idea of what kind of people these yeah, guys yeah, yeah. are, right? So like Got you. Got just, you. Just uh and they weren't and then then when they won, you know, they're just Yeah. And then course. other Browns fans, once they won, they started running their mouth and I'm like, come sure. on, dude. Oh yeah. Deuces. Go back to Frisco. Deuces. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. all right, man. Yeah, it's uh it's it is what it is. You're I gonna, hear I hear you, bro. You're gonna get that. Hey yeah. man, I hope you had a great time. Yeah. You still live in Cleveland. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm Sorry. going back to my higher tax bracket and homeless people. Sorry, man, cycling. Uh but yeah, I mean um where, where he lives though is yeah. super nice. He yeah. lives like his shit, his neighborhood looks like a fucking movie set bro oh nice like a, good for him you know like one of those neighborhoods where like they're all huge two-story houses okay and big yeah. amounts of green and just there's beautiful areas anywhere you go yeah. like we don't california doesn't have the the fucking uh the stamp on amazing beautiful areas that you can go anywhere in the united states of america and find that like you know people always talk shit on stockton but i guarantee if you go to stockton you can find a real nice neighborhood in stockton oh absolutely yeah they're they're out there like everybody's quick to like be like oh detroit sucks i guarantee you there's rich people in detroit with really nice houses eminem lives there so yeah he he didn't leave detroit so it's just you can find beauty no matter where you're at man and i think that's it but you know it's funny like it's got to be tough being a Cleveland fan. They right. haven't had much to cheer about. I mean, they got a Cavaliers championship, and then LeBron leaves. Right? He gets a, he gets him a, a a championship ring, and then goes to L.A. Um, and then other than that, the Browns have never really been good, have they? I mean, have they even sniffed out of out of out of no? And that's Super the Bowl, thing. Like, and, and that's the thing, like. Have they even been considered contenders in like that, the last thirty years and, ever? Like, and, that, and that's what that Pittsburgh guy said to me. He was like, he was like, um, he was like, you're a Niner fan, so I'm not really sure if you understand. Like, they're really scorned from you know years and years and years of being this bottom franchise. Yeah, yeah. He's like, but that doesn't give him a reason to be an asshole. 
Well, and and when they shut the franchise down for a while and moved all those players to Baltimore, that Ravens no, team got good. The owner yeah. backdoored Cleveland and yeah, just yeah. left. And, and wanted them to be the Baltimore Browns, and Cleveland was like, nope, you're not taking our name. You can take our team, but you're not going to take our name. So they moved them to Baltimore. They became the Ravens, and then they won what? They at least went to the Super Bowl once, right? That Ravens team was right. pretty fucking good. Like, So they got to be mad about that. And, and what about the Indians slash but, but, Guardians? But, they, but here's the thing. Like, that guy's telling me this is the Pittsburgh Steeler guy like, yeah, yeah. but that doesn't give him right to be an asshole no and I said sir with all due respect yeah I'm a Sacramento Kings fan yeah so I get it yeah 100% we understand you yeah. know what I mean yeah and yeah. I go prior to last year like it had been we hadn't been to the playoffs since 06 bro right you know yeah, and yeah. so I've been a Kings fan my entire life I get it. Understood completely. But that doesn't give you the right to be an no. asshole. No, no, no. Unless you're a Laker fan. Then, <laughs> then it's a different you animal. Know, yeah. You asked for it. Yeah, because I mean, the Indians slash Guardians now, right? They're the Cleveland Guardians. Right. Is that right? They've never done anything, right? They've never. They got. Have they? Yeah, done? they went to the World Series in uh, uh, when, 2016. Oh, in 20s. Did they win? No, they didn't. That was uh, a great World Series. Like, that was probably my favorite World Series that wasn't. Um, who who are they again? Who they play? I don't even remember that shit. That's well. Crazy. This is why it was great. Yeah, they played the Cubs. Oh, the other team that's never. Yeah. Been. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that now. Okay. Nice. Okay, that's right. I do remember that. So yeah, you got to think, man. They so they their one time at the World Series they lose it. Right. I mean, the Cleveland Indians sucked so bad they had to make a movie about them winning just to see the guy. I, I just recently watched the Blu-ray of uh, Major League. And the guy, exactly, the guy literally grew up in Cleveland, was a massive Cleveland Indians fan, is the guy who wrote the movie, and he's like, I wanted to see my team win so bad, I had to make a movie about my team winning (laughs) to actually see that happen. That's the closest the, uh, you know, the Cleveland Indians fans had gotten to seeing their team win for years was when that movie dropped, like... And that was a guy who's a diehard Indians fan, grew up in Cleveland. He's like, I want to see my team win. I'm going to make a movie about it. That's what it took. Yeah, interesting, man, because I, I would just I watched that movie when I thought about you in Cleveland and I thought about you going to the game. I'm like, I'm going to pull out Major League. And I watched it, and it was interesting to learn that uh, – to learn that that the guy was a I had no idea popped up the special features I'd never watched them but the guy was an Indians fan and grew up in Cleveland who wrote it he was like yeah I just wanted to see him win it, I don't know if I was ever going to see it happen so I wrote a movie about it yeah okay so that's what it's like to be a Cleveland fan yeah, yeah it's got a little tough I yeah. get it yeah I get it I do a little tough but yeah. overall my experience in Cleveland was very good nice. I appreciated it it was fun um, I would like to go back yeah. It was very similar to I was talking to um, his wife because she picked me up from the airport. Uh-huh. And I was telling her, I was like, she's like, well, this is uh, Cleveland or this is Ohio. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I said, you know, it's pretty. It's nice. It's it, I go, to be honest, it, it's it's very much kind of what I uh, expected it was going to be like because, right, right. it's you know, it's just kind of par for the course on that side of the country. Right. Um, I was telling her, like, I... Before work, I would have never thought I would ever go to Alabama. Right. And yeah. as we've talked about on here, I like Alabama. Yeah. Alabama's pretty. It's nice for the most part. Every and and just like you just said, there's parts in every state that are like, Ooh. yeah, like my kid shit or beautiful. Right, yeah. My kid didn't live in the best spot. It was like a little highway town that was like a workman's town. They had like right. a chicken plant and things like that. Right. Right. Like, right. So it was just you factory know, town. Yeah. 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 And uh, but. There was other spots where I was going through Alabama. I was like, man, this is absolutely gorgeous. Huge houses and like these massive like like front areas and you know, just gorgeous and green and everything was amazing. So Absolutely. So yeah. uh, it was it was kind of par for the course. I really uh I really liked it and I really appreciated it. Um but uh yeah, it was a good trip and uh anyway, where where I started with this before I jumped into this yeah. is I was telling the coworker um because I travel for work, yeah, it also it almost makes me not want to travel for my personal. Yeah, because I just like I'm like Ugh, another plane yeah. flight, another I just did this. Yeah, yeah. like you know, no. and so like <laughs> yeah. right now, like I'm in this stretch, and I change things around because my birthday's at the end of the month, so I didn't right. want to be working and traveling on my birthday around my birthday. Right. So I have all this stuff jammed into like a ten day period, right? So I, 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 I flew to Cleveland on. So I had the golf tournament uh-huh. with with OU Nasty 
mm-hmm. and Mike Sacco of Pacific Breeze if you need any heating and air. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Plus. Just Google Pacific Breeze, Turlock, California. Okay. And um he he I told I showed him that that I said that on the show and he's like, Man, I need to pay you guys for advertising. Yeah. I was like, Yes you do. Yeah, yes you do. Yes you do, Michael Sacco. So so thirty bucks <laughs> for the thirty people who heard it. <laughs> a dollar a person. No, thirty dollars per person. Oh per oh, you want thirty per. Yeah. Oh, okay. Those That's are pot- those are potential uh, two thousand dollar customers. Well, they're all people in this area, so you probably <laughs> yeah, mostly your friends who listen. So yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I had the golf tournament. Yeah. Came home. Yeah. Went to bed. Got up the next morning, flew yeah. to Cleveland. Uh-huh. That was Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday night, I flew home. Right. Worked Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. Thursday, I flew and did my Portland trip. Right. Came home, worked from home Friday because I was exhausted. Right. Today, Saturday. Tomorrow is obviously Sunday. Mm-hmm. I fly out on Monday to Tampa. Right. I'll be in Tampa for two days. Shit. And then I come home Tuesday night. So that's what, you know six plane flights in what 10 days 11 days something like that yeah 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 and so it's it's just i guess not hard no but it is oh for for sure you know traveling's exhausting there's a reason why you're always no matter how amazing the place you was the place was that you went bit of a tongue twister there no matter how amazing your trip was and the how beautiful the place you went was it's always nice to get back home to your own bed, to your own space, and just be like, lay that fucking suitcase down and just plop down on your own bed and know that, okay, that was awesome, but it's over. Like, you know, there's it's, it's a lot. Packing, making sure you have everything, making sure you don't leave everything, making sure you've got your... Your bag check-in ticket, you've got your tickets, you know your arrival time, you know what gate you're going to, and it's rush, 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 go, 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 park, park, don't forget where we park, get to the shuttle, get to the, you know, and it's, it's your running, 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 and then you, and then it's hurry up and wait. The plane is hurry up and wait. You finally get there, you checked in, they scanned you, you took your belt off, you took your shoes off, you did everything, right. you got there, and then they're like, okay, congratulations, now sit for an hour and a half. Right. And if you're lucky, we'll depart on time. <laughs> you know, like it's, 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 uh, they want you there two hours early, but they, you know, they want to make sure you're early, but they don't, they're not too concerned with that. Like, you know, like it's, you, you know, what's crazy too is I never in my life thought I, like, I knew I would fly places. Yeah. I never in my life thought I would be fly this much. No. Yeah. Like, I, like, like right now, <clears throat> I'm like two trips away mm-hmm. from, I'll look right now. I'm two trips away from meeting the requirement for Southwest to be A-list all next year. Oh, shit. A-list, meaning what does that get you? So A-list gets you uh, priority boarding and priority check-in. Okay. So when you check in for a Southwest flight, you have to check in twenty-four exactly 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you wait... You're gonna get a shitty check boarding right. position. Yeah, Amber always gets notified for okay, you need to check in now, and she goes on her phone and does. Yeah, it. so like they have A one through sixty, B one through sixty, C one through sixty. If you're in the C's, uh-huh. you're highly unlikely to get an aisle or a window. Okay, and you're gonna be riding Disneyland all the way to where you're going. Right, right? absolutely. And, and as a as a uh, not a not a slender dude. Right. Nobody wants to see this. You know, the big guy coming to me and being like, "Can I sit there?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, seat. plus it's also cramped and it's not comfortable. No. So I like, you know, as we've talked about, I got a little bit of a bum right knee. So I like to be on the aisle so I can keep my legs stretched out. Right. So anyway, you get a list. You are automatically checked in. They check the Southwest checks you and you don't have to check in 24 hours before. Mm. And on top of that, you get um, uh, on top of automatically checked in. You get the A list. Yeah. So you're in the, you're you're in an A all the time. So what you're saying is Savage O'Malley of the 209 to Infinity podcast is now officially an A lister. Not yet. Not, two trips. Oh, two more flights. Two more trips. To be officially an A lister. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We're gonna be go- invited to the Oscars here soon. That's what's up. <laughs> That's man. what I'm saying. <laughs> At least the podcast. Are there podcast Oscars? <laughs> hey. When are we nominated? Hey, when those nominations? What's going on? It's out? your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Old Dirty Savage, aka A Lister. Yeah, that's right. Just add it to the A list. The list of names grows daily. Hey, hey, and by the way, I put the A in A list. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like it. So, by the way, 209 Pod Squad, uh, you do not need to reach out. The song is by Grand Funk Railroad. 
and it's we're an American band. We're an American band. And the, the chorus is we're an American band. We're coming to your town. We'll help you party it down. We're an American band. So I took Traveling Man and remixed it to American Band by Grand Funk Railroad. Uh, but that's the song that was killing me. So while you were telling me your story, I went to a website called uh, Song Lyrics. Uh-huh. And I just typed in, we're coming to your town. And the first thing that came up was American Band by Grand Funk Railroad. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, there's no way it will get this. And I just typed in, we're coming to your town. And it gave it to me. So that's it. We're an American band, Grand Funk Railroad. We're coming to your town. We'll help you party it down. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. We're an American podcast. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. We're traveling band. That's it. That was fucking killing me, dude. I'm going to be honest with you, man. That was bugging the shit out of me. Like, I could not let that go. I'm like, I can't wait till we're finished with the episode to figure this out. I've got to know right now. Like, I need to. Lyrics.com. Thank you very much. Like, Thank you, Lyrics.com. Saved my ass for sure. So. I wonder... I- Listen, let me tell you this, pot squatters. Yeah. Uh, if you knew that. Yeah. But even though Billy corrected himself, I want to know if he knew that. Because I want to know if he was going to get corrected. Yeah. I would. And it looks like, from what I saw, a couple of other bands, I think I may have seen that Guns N' Roses does a version of it as well. So it's probably a really well-known song if somebody as huge as Guns N' Roses then and turned it. And Grand Funk Railroad was a big band back in the day, too. So, yeah, man, but that was, you know, one of those little things like that where you're like, what's that actor's name or what's the name of that song? And you're just racking your brain and it's going to you're not going to sleep that night until you figure it out. That was doing that to me. So it's not that your story. I was paying attention to the Cleveland. No, 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 no. I know it just was bugging the hell out of me. But now we know an American band by Grand Funk Railroad. They're going to come to your town and they'll help you party it down, baby. Mm-hmm. Party mm-hmm. it down. How 80s or 70s is that? Yeah, dude? that checks out. That yeah. checks out. <laughs> Anywho, man. Yeah, so, well, I'm glad you're home, man. I'm glad you had an amazing trip. It sounds incredible. Um, hey, check check that off the bucket list. We're going to have three years. episodes, but then four episodes a month from now. Yes. I should be an A-lister. That's right. It's official. We're A-lister. Put that in your pipe and smoke. That's right. And the next thing you know, once that happens, we're getting invited to the podcast uh, Oscars. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. I hear you. So I told you I have something for you. Yes, you did. I throw it back. Are you ready? Yes. Hopefully I'm on the right thing. Okay. Oh, fuck Jay-Z. Okay. That's not what I had for you. Okay. I knew that. I knew how you felt about that. Also. Yeah, that's not a big surprise, but yeah, thanks for bringing it back up again. I get it. Yeah. It's time. Oh, shit. Okay. For the next lyric of the week. Oh, you nasty. Now, that is a throwback we have not done a na- how long has it been it's been months since we've done a nasty lyric of the week i don't even remember the last nasty lyric of the week we did so if you could give me some grace mm-hmm. i am going to not wrap this i'm going to poetically speak it okay got you ahem <clears throat> savage o'malley poet laureate is about me, to take me, the me. microphone folks Lion face. Lion face. (laughs) He's preparing now. I feel like a golf announcer. He's stepping to the microphone. He's. You are an A-lister. You are an A-lister. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't matter what Southwest says. You're an A-lister. Yeah, you ain't got to wait for Southwest. (laughs) Fuck them. It's almost ten o'clock. See, I got a ball of lifted property. Mm. So I slid my beanie on sloppily. Mm. And promenade to take out a collection. I got game, mm. like I read the directions. I'm wishing that I had an automobile as I feel the cold wind brush past. But let me state that I'm a hustler for real, mm. so you know I got the stolen bus pass. Just as the bus pulls up and I step to the rear, this old lady looked like she drank a 40 of fear. I see my old school partner said his brother got popped. Pay my respects. Can you ring the bell? We came to my stop. The street light reflects off the piss off the ground, which reflects off the hamburger sign that turns around. 
which reflects off the chrome of the BMW, which reflects on the fact that I'm broke. Now, what the fuck is new? I need loot. I sweat the motherfucker in the tweed suit. I'm in his ass quicker than a kick from a greased boot. Ooh. Eased up slow and discreet. Could tell he was suspicious by the way he slid his feet. Didn't want to fuck the come up, so I smiled with my eyes and said, Hey, how's it hanging, guy? Bumped into his shoulders, but he passed with no reaction. Damn, this motherfucker had hella Andrew Jacksons. I'm a thief or pickpocket, give a fuck what you call it. Used to call them fat cats. I just call them wallets getting federal. Ain't just a klepto. MasterCard or Visa? I gladly accept those. Sneaky motherfucker with a scam know how to pull it. Got a mirror in my pocket, but that won't stop no bullets. Story just begun, but you already know. Ain't no need to get down. Shit. I'm already low. Mm. Is that 40? It is not. Okay. I, 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 the lyrics sound really familiar, but I can't put my finger on who it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to hear who that was. Like, who was that? It was great. Great. The reflection, the, the, the whole line about the reflection off the piss off the ground off the fast food restaurant the reflection and then the reflection off the chrome that was genius i who, who so who we got who was that that is the coop oh shit i haven't listened to the coop in forever man which gin uh, genocide and juice is that the album it is okay man i haven't listened to that in a long time is this the track okay Bay Area natives. Yes, and I heard federal in there. So I'm like, is that 40? I, I know 40 could pull off a verse like that. So I was like, is it? Is it? I don't think it is, but. It's almost 10 o'clock. See, I got a ball of the property. So I slid my beanie on sloppily. Yeah. Promenade, too. Like nobody says. Very smart, guys. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was like, 40 would say promenade. Like that's something. And you know, it's interesting because I believe the singer from The Coop for a while took over vocal um the guy from rage against the machine the guitarist started another band and brought in the singer from the coop and they got a song called promenade like so i'm like i should have known i knew promenade rung a bell and then you said federal but that whole scheme about the the light shining the off street the street light reflects off the piss off the ground which reflects off the hamburger sign that turns around which yes. reflects off the chrome of the bmw but bmw which reflects off the fact that i'm broke now what the fuck is new yeah that's a group that doesn't get talked about all that much because they're very political uh and yet still street and bay area but very different like they they didn't do your tick they weren't hyphy they weren't club oriented they were very street but very still very intelligent and very political. So uh, the the coop just to, let's let's give a little uh, some roses and a little shine on the little coop flowers. is an American hip hop band from Oakland, California. Right. Their music is an amalgamation of influences including funk, pop, hip hop and soul. Frontman Boots Riley, revolutionary charged lyrics ranked the coop as a renowned political hip hop band aligned to radical music groups such as Crass, Dead Prez, Rage Against the Machine. Right. The coop's music is driven by assertive and danceable bass-driven backbeats overlaid by critical hopeful and witty lyrics often with a bent towards the literary right the coop's song critique observe and lampoon capitalism american politics white patriarchal expectation police brutality marijuana addiction romance and disparities among races and social classes right absolutely yeah so uh that is the coop uh that is an old old album uh that's uh that's one of those ones that i have had in my favorites for probably 25 years they had genocide and juice and then they had another one that's literally just called steal this album like i re- and i remember going into the record store seeing that and thinking i wonder how many people take them up on that like you know what i mean like how stolen was that record so like, we just talked about this right yeah, like yeah. who they are right listen to right. these album listen to these album names yeah kill my landlord Yes, that's right. Genocide and Juice. Right. Steal this double album. Oh, it's a double. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Then they had a weird one that said party music. They're probably like, fuck, we need to make some money. Uh, yeah. Or it's a catchy title and yeah. you're going to get in there and go, it, it's for uh, their fans that are like, party music? Oh, fuck. They're just fucking around. Pick yeah. a bigger weapon. Nice. I like that. And sorry to bother you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize they made that many albums. That's the beauty of Spotify, man. You can go back and touch bases with some artists you haven't checked in with with for a while and realize how busy they still stayed like you're like right. oh shit they've been and so genocide music. juice genocide and juice was uh 
Early 90s, right? 94. Oh, my God, yeah. Wow. 94. That's insane, dude. Where does the time go, Savage? I just, <sighs> turned, I just turned 49 years old, man. Where the fuck's the time go? I'm, I'm one dude, year happy away. birthday, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I'm one year away from the half century mark. That's nuts to me, too. Like, Yeah, man. I don't know where the time goes, but it does go. As, and it goes quickly. Listen, as... As a good friend of mine once said, yeah. Uh, FT Snowman. Your good friend FT yeah. Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> Frosty the. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He once said, uh-huh. Happy birthday. He did once say that. Yeah. yeah. He was talking about Christmas, but. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then uh, then it got hot and he melted. So. It's a tragedy. Yeah. It's an absolute tragedy. Man. Nobody talks about that, man. No, nobody does talk about that. Why didn't the coop talk about that? I'll tell you why. Because he was white. That's right. <laughs> Frosty was very white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> FT Snowman. Yo, is that short for fuck that snowman? FT Snow. <laughs> yeah. FT Snow. What's cracking, baby? Hey, yo. out here, you know what I'm saying? Got my got my hat, you know what I'm saying? My, yeah. my corn cob pipe. I'm just doing what I do out here, you know what I mean? It's hard out here in Ohio, that's you know what I'm saying? F- fuck that snowman. No, no, no. That's Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How we doing I, on time, man? I know I, we were I, supposed to talk about... Uh, Ahsoka. Are we yeah, we are going to talk about Ahsoka are we next got, week. We got next week. Okay, I, was, I didn't know where we were. We got off on a tangent, but I feel like this has been a great episode, and I just wanted to make sure that people know that we will get to it. <laughs> it is going to happen. But uh, I'm just going to open with a bunch of Star Wars sounds so yeah. you know we're coming in. Yeah. We're back, baby. No, and you know what? The first episode is always that episode where all of a sudden we get to talk in. We haven't seen each other in a month. And the catch-up starts happening and the story Went starts to happening. Cleveland. Yeah, it was Cleveland. It was American Band versus Traveling Man. Versus, you know, it's uh, it's uh, what happened with the Niners and sports talk. And that's that's going to happen. And that's, that's what this podcast is, man. And that's what we're all about. And I'm glad we did what we did. It, it, it just gives us that much more to talk about next week. And we will be back next week. Uh, I'm looking forward to being here. Hope to hear feedback from all you guys on this episode. What you thought about it? What did you love about it? What else should we talk about? Because this thing going to drop on the deuce tray. On the 23rd of October. Right. Okay. Which means the next episode, it will have been my birthday. Okay. So, all right. So next episode's the birthday episode. Well, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I it, guess. it is. I it guess is. this was yeah. your birthday yeah. episode. I mean, we're recording today, but it's going to fall on the birthday. So that's what well, we're it's not going to fall on my birthday. The next episode will fall on the 30th. Okay. Basically, spooky, spooky ween. Ah, Halloween slash birthday episode. That's a big one. That is a big one. Very well, spooky. All right, man. You ready for me to get us on up out of here? Uh, Please do, my dude. All right. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty. But it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Peace, whiskey. We out.